You're listening to episode 234 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily speaking. And today we are going to be talking about how to start a chart topping podcast. (laughs) So I'm really excited about this one. There's lots of stuff that these are all of the things that I've picked up over years of podcasting, hundreds of episodes, helping other people launch their own podcasts that have also top charts around the world, which is crazy. It still blows my mind every single time. And the Room to Grow podcast regularly hits the top 200 charts in mental health category uh, around the world uh, most weeks, which again, mind blowing, (laughs) never ceases to amaze me when I get the report every week. It just, it's so crazy and, and cool to see that something like a little podcast can have that kind of incredible reach. And that is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about podcasting as a platform. So I also want to let you know that if you have interest in starting a podcast, I am actually holding a live masterclass this Wednesday, October 28th at 8 PM Eastern. So if you're listening to this in real time, you still have time to sign up to register. If you miss the event for some reason, don't worry. You can still jump over to the uh, links in the show notes of today's episode. And I've got some other goodies over there for you as well. But on the masterclass, we're going to be talking about how to use a podcast to absolutely transform your business. The secret sauce that creates raving fans that are sharing all of your episodes, showing up for you every single week and hitting subscribe. The strategies to market your podcast for the long term and the number one most important part of podcasting that will set you apart from the crowd. And I have to say, anyone who has ever attended one of my webinars or workshops knows that I make it super actionable. There's no bullshit. There's no fluff. I want to see you do all of the things that you are so much more capable of than you realize. And that's why I hold these live classes because I love being able to have that, that actual face-to-face, like real human interaction too, because that's something that all of us are just missing way too much in our lives, especially in 2020. So if you are listening to this later on, I've still got podcasting and business resources listed for you in the show notes for you to go grab. But if you are listening to this in real time, Wednesday, October 28th, uh, 2020 at 8 PM Eastern, I am holding the masterclass. So make sure to go and grab your spot. Okay. So let's get into this. How to chart a start a, a, a chart topping podcast. Number one, this is an actual number one. I was just going to say, uh, don't over edit. This is a bonus tip. Okay. Consider this your bonus tip. Don't over edit. I know podcasters who will try to edit out every single um, ah, and whatever. And I am very against that. I, I'm always very, you know, don't waste people's time. If, if you have some big screw up in the middle and and you still have to recognize people's time is very valuable. So if there's something that you need that you need to edit out, edit it out. But I make a point of not over editing and trying to edit out every single little word, um, filler word, shall we say, that I might come out with because I always want people to meet me in real life and 
be able to say, yeah, you're exactly the way you show up online. And using filler words every once in a while is a very human thing to do. It's something that I can always be improving upon. And that's why I, I try to re-listen to um, at least most of my episodes to see where I can improve and how I can do better and become a better speaker. And I think that that's really important. It can be weird listening to your own voice, but I do highly recommend it to my students and clients as well, because otherwise, how are you going to learn, right? So, but I, I never want anyone to over edit because not only does it take a huge amount of time and energy and effort to put that much work into the editing, um, unless you're having a company do it for you or something like that, but it also can start to feel unnatural and almost robotic too. Uh, when you're removing some of the, the natural breaks and, and pauses in the way you speak in conversation too, that that's all very normal. And that's part of the joy of podcasting is that it helps people relate to you on a more intimate level and it allows them to get to know you on a deeper level. And part of that is identifying with the way that you speak too and, and your unique style of speaking. They are connecting not only to your words, but to your actual voice. So remember that, okay? So that's a little side note, a little bonus tip before we get into the actual tips. And, and really ultimately what it comes down to when it comes to starting a podcast that is going to do really well in the long term. However, you define success in terms of a podcast. One of the big keys is to be genuine because people can sense that shit. People have asked how I've managed to leverage the Room to Grow podcast into a listening experience that is now played in over 100 countries and it consistently ha has landed and continues to land in the top 200 in mental health worldwide for the past year, year and a half. And I've built an entire business around it all with a small following by anyone's standards. And this is how I've done it. I I'm gonna give you the other tips as well, but one of them is to really just be genuine because people can tell when you are showing up in a genuine way. And I have to tell you, nobody cares what mic you're using, whether you're using a recording studio, uh, hint, almost like very few podcasters are. I just wanna throw that out there. <laughs> I definitely am not. I'm recording this from a walk-in closet right now um, literally sitting with shirts hanging over my head <laughs> and my laptop is resting on a pillow on my lap. <laughs> okay. And this is somewhat standard for me because I also travel a lot and I, I go all over and I'm always having to record in weird spaces and new environments. And I figure it out. I figure it out. Okay. Nobody cares if you're recording in a studio. Nobody cares what you look like while you record. I'm also going to tell you I'm wearing, um, an oversized hoodie right now leggings. Um, pretty sure I haven't washed my hair in a day and a half, a couple days at least. Uh, and a sports bra. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Often I'll record in like a bathrobe. Um, yeah, these are the joys of podcasting people, the joys of podcasting. <laughs> but what people do care about is what they learn from you and the service you provide connecting with you. And, and they're inviting you to be part of their daily routine in their earbuds. Every time you release an episode, you are becoming part of somebody else's daily routine. Take a moment to really let that sink in because that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Okay. So when it comes to starting a chart topping podcast, let's get into the real list here. I do actually have a numbered list here. So number one, <laughs> do what others won't do what others won't. I talk about the shit that other people are afraid to talk about and don't be afraid to stand out from the crowd. It's so interesting because isn't that what we all want is to stand out in a noisy online space. 
But when the opportunities present themselves for us to do so, we hold back and we play small and we, we don't want to step on any toes or draw too much attention or piss anyone off. No, do the things that other people won't because that is what is going to make people sit up and pay attention to you. And in order to do that, however, to do what others won't, it's going to require courage and you are going to have to dig deep for that kind of courage. You are absolutely capable of it, but you're going to have to dig deep. That is what is required in order to do what others won't. And, and that can be applied to, to anything in life. But especially when it comes to podcasting, you have to be prepared to take a stand for something, to talk about something that is uncomfortable, to address an issue head on that can be a little bit tricky to navigate. These are the kinds of things that you need to be able to do. Number two is to show up consistently. If you want to build trust, you have to show up for people when you say you're going to, because you're asking for someone's time and for the intimate experience of speaking straight into their ears. You have to have some respect for that and stick to your word. People are showing up for you. You need to show up for them. So when you tell someone that you're going to show up, you have to show up at that time. It, and, and that comes down to integrity. And I'll reference some episodes here uh, that are related to integrity and, and especially self-integrity, self-betrayal, all of those types of things, because it's really, really important. And it's really hard to show up as the truest version of ourselves if we aren't able to do that, if we aren't able to hold our own word. Okay, so these are going to be really, really important. Now, the caveat to that is that the quote, easy is earned, as my friend Jay Tita would say. And this year I have gone through small spurts of taking some time off of this podcast um, and also unannounced. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a planned thing. It was just my mental health was suffering and I needed to manage my time, my energy and my boundaries to direct it towards the people and the things that needed my attention the most, including myself. And the reason why I was able to do that is because I've been so consistent over a longer period of time, because that's what consistency is. Consistency is when you take the bird's eye view of something and you see that, you know, if, if you, if you plan to go to the gym five days a week for a year, okay. And you miss a few days here and there, it feels like a big deal in the moment. But when you take a look at the past year and you see that on average, you showed up four to five days a week, that's consistency. But if you have a week where you only showed up twice, it can feel like the end of the world. <laughs> if you were aiming for five, do you know what I mean? This is what, this is what consistency looks like. You have to take a bit of a bird's eye view and you also have to take care of you first. I will be the first one to say that mental health has to come first, physical health, um, taking care of yourself, taking care of the people closest to you. These are all the things that have to come first and foremost. And you have to be able to have those priorities for yourself and to be very clear on those priorities. So yes, I will always preach consistency, especially in relation to podcasting, because I do think that it is incredibly important to your success. But mental health and overall health still needs to play a big role. Okay. Number three, number three to how to start a chart topping podcast is to listen. Really listen 
to your listeners, to your clients, to your podcast guests, or the people you're interviewing. Listen to the people reaching out to you in your DMs as well, because that takes courage in and of itself to even reach out to you in the first place. That can be really intimidating, really intimidating. I've had that experience so many times where I've sent someone a really simple DM and it was sort of like a, oh my God, are they going to respond? Are they going to think I'm an idiot? (laughs) It's all of that, right? All of that still comes up and it takes a lot of courage to do that. And take the time to respond to people when they reach out to you because they took the time and effort to reach out to you. And you also have no idea how much courage it may have taken them to reach out to you in the first place. So for you to validate that with even a really short, quick response is an incredibly big deal. An incredibly big deal. Far more so than you probably even realize. And every time you listen to someone, you are being gifted with the opportunity to learn something valuable. And in this case, you can then use that information to give back to your community and provide them with something that they need the most. If they're asking you questions, if they're looking for advice or for your expertise on something, they are handing you what they need and you can run with that. And in in the same breath, then give back to them in some way. Listening is the most underutilized skill. And when you start tuning in, so does everyone else. The more you start listening, the more people are going to listen to you. Number four is to add value. So what questions do you get asked the most? I kind of touched on this in the last part here about listening and and listening when people ask you questions. So this is a really great opportunity when you are listening to then turn around and be able to add value. What questions are people showing up to you with the most? Provide the answers that people are looking for in your area of expertise. Do some research on this. Figure out what people are questioning, what what they need help with. And then before creating something, ask yourself, does this move the story forward? Does what you are creating then move the story forward in some way? Is this something that someone else might need to hear? Would this information that you're releasing have have helped a former version of yourself? Is this information useful? And then take a deep breath and press publish. Because even when it's scary as shit, I still want you to press publish. Because that's the only way that you'll know what works and what resonates with people and what doesn't is by putting yourself out there. And that is when you have to do what others won't. All this stuff ties together. (laughs) You have to be able to do what others won't and to have that courage. And sometimes pressing publish is going to require a fuck ton of courage. I've I've talked about this on, on the podcast before that every single time I hit publish on anything, on a social media post, on a podcast episode, especially a podcast episode, because some of mine can be quite vulnerable, um, all of those types of things, I have a moment of panic <laughs> every time. I'm like, oh my God, is this the one that people are just going to be like, who does she think she is? Why does she keep talking? This girl won't shut up. And I'm sure that there are people who think that anyway, but, <laughs> but the majority anyway, seem to be okay with the fact that I keep showing up and publishing things. And at least a handful of people seem to think I have something half decent to say. So you have to, you have to just press publish because sometimes I will hit publish on an episode where I'm like, Oh, like that wasn't my best work. And I talk, I talk to my clients and students about this. I'll be like, you know, you'll have those moments where you press publish on something and you're like, that really wasn't my best work. 
And every once in a while, lo and behold, somebody will reach out and, and thank you profusely. I've had this experience multiple times where an episode that I did not think was great. I'm like, oh, whatever. It was fine, but it, it wasn't awesome by any means. But that consistency, I was committed to showing consistently. So I pressed publish anyway. And then somebody will come out of the woodwork and say like, wow, that really hit home for me. Or that was what I needed to hear at this exact moment. Or that meant so much to me. Or I really resonated with that in some way. Or I really related to you or, or something like that. And I'm like, wow, that the power of pressing publish on something like that is just incredible. And it's selfish in a lot of ways to keep those things to ourselves because there's somebody out there who could really grow and benefit from something that we have to teach. Just like when we are listening, when we are practicing our listening skills, we are learning something from other people as well. Number five is to build relationships. When it comes to starting a chart topping podcast, we have to be able to build relationships and to take the time to get to know people and treat people as human beings <laughs> rather than a potential stepping stone or a networking opportunity. I don't, I, I, I hate the word networking. I just, I can't really get over it. Maybe it's just my roots as an introvert. It just sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> the idea of networking feels very awkward, very forced, uh, not a fan. And yet I do all kinds of networking. I just never think of it in those, in those terms because I think of it more just as connection. That's the only way I look at it. I just look at it as connecting with human beings with no ulterior motives, with nothing up my sleeve, with, with no, um, side agenda, you know, and that's that, those are the kinds of things that I associate with the word networking. That isn't really what networking is. That just seems to be some sort of negative connotation that I have around it in my head, but building relationships with people is going to be the most important part and building relationships in a genuine way. Because being considerate, friendly, and genuine will get you everywhere in life. Everywhere. Especially when it comes to something like a podcast. Because ultimately what a podcast boils down to is not only providing uh, you know, value and, and really great information and stuff like that. It comes down to connection. Because if people can't connect with you as the host, they're not going to tune in. They might listen to an episode here or there and, and that'll be it. They, that will not be the type of podcast that they shout from the rooftops about and share with all their friends and, and post it on social media and, oh my God, you have to go listen to this episode. And, and no, not every one of our episodes is, is ever going to necessarily get that kind of attention. But when we treat it, when we treat people as people and when we release an episode and we maybe have one particular person in mind that we know, even if it's not, you know, an actual real person, but just the idea of some person that could maybe benefit from what we have to say, there is somebody out there who's going to connect with that. And that is what podcasting is about is creating this experience that is built upon a foundation of connection. And you are creating more and more connections along the way as you go. And that's why relationships are so powerful when it comes to podcasts and life in general, but especially with podcasts. Number six, about how to start a chart topping podcast is to be you, to be you. That, that's it. It sounds so simple. And yet this is something that so many of us struggle with on a daily basis, <laughs> but I want you to show up as your 
wacky, giggling, awkward, ridiculous self, whatever qualities you personally embody every single day of your life and let people see that you're a little bit weird or strange or odd or whatever, because we all are. We all have some way of showing up that other people probably think is a little bit nuts. <laughs> That's fine. Because there are other people who are going to think that you're the coolest human being on the planet. I had somebody tell me once a couple months ago that I was cool and I was so confused. <laughs> like, Dude, are, are you talking to me? <laughs> are we talking about the same person? Because I am not cool. <laughs> and yet that seems to be what somebody thought of me. I was like, wow, interesting. Uh, that is new information for me. And I'm not sure that I agree, but that's fine. <laughs> when you just show up as yourself, this is what I mean by being genuine. When you just show up as yourself, yeah, you're going to naturally repel some people. And that's okay because they were not the people for you anyway. And what you're also going to do is to bring in the people who are the right fit for you. And then it's going to be really easy to build the relationships, to create those connections, to develop that, that kind of intimacy in the form of a, you know, a, a podcast listener, like with your podcast listeners or, or with somebody who follows you on social media or whatever that is, to be yourself. And honestly, normal is really fucking boring. Whatever normal is, so-called, that's really fucking boring. It's vanilla. It's not fun. Okay. I want you to be you. And if you feel like you need permission, I uh, consider this your permission. I'm giving you permission to show up exactly as you are without changing a damn thing. You don't need to change anything about yourself in order to do anything in order to have a fantastic relationship, have you know a, a chart-topping podcast, create an incredible business, be an amazing parent. You don't need to change who you are. You can show up exactly as you are. And people, the right people will appreciate that about you, okay? Number seven, this is the last one. Number seven about how to start a chart-topping podcast is to ask more questions. Ask better questions. Ask the questions that no one else is asking and be insatiably curious. Because that is one of the best ways to live life. Honestly, a lot of the things I'm talking about here, there's a lot of parallels between, you know, uh, how to show up in life and how to show up really well on a podcast. And I am all about asking questions in, in real life and on the podcast. And I do actually attribute a lot of my success to that because I don't just take answers um, at face value, I guess. I, I, I dig deeper. I dig deeper with people and I force people a little bit, as uncomfortable as it might make them occasionally, <laughs> to get a little bit uncomfortable and to be a little bit vulnerable, if not necessarily with me, then with themselves too. And to really look inward and to unpack some things and figure out what makes people tick. And maybe that's just my, my interest in psychology, my really, really deep interest in, in psychology in general as well and, and human behavior. But I think that asking more questions is an incredibly powerful way to create connection. An incredibly powerful way to create connection. Again, these are all tying together. The building relationships, the creating connections, all of these all of these things, it, being yourself, it, it all kind of comes down to these, these things like asking more questions, not only of other people, but of yourself as well. If you feel like you aren't showing up as yourself, why is that? Unpack that. And then once you figure that out, 
and I'm not saying that'll happen, you know, in like a split second, but <laughs> once you figure that out, it's hopefully going to be a lot easier for you to show up exactly as you are, both in life and on a podcast. So just as a quick review here, number one, when it comes to starting a chart topping podcast is to do what others won't. Number two is to show up consistently. Number three is to listen, really listen. Number four is to add value. Number five is to build relationships. Number six is to be you, to be yourself. And number seven is to ask more questions. And the other thing that I want to mention here is that when it comes to how to start a chart topping podcast, I, I want to make very clear, I did not start the Room to Grow podcast with the idea in mind of I, I'm going to make this podcast so that it hits charts or so that, um, you know, I get all kinds of attention or, or accolades or, or anything like that. That is not, that, that has never been really my, my goal with this podcast. And that is certainly not how this podcast started. This podcast started as a random idea and a little Google doc. And I wasn't sure if anyone was going to listen to it besides my mom. <laughs> and I'm like, I have something to say and I feel like this is the best way for me to be able to say it. So I'm going to do this. And if no one ever listens, I'm still fine with that. And I think that that's the attitude that you have to approach again, not only podcasting, but things in general. It doesn't mean that you can't have big goals. I think that's amazing, but there's a, a difference between goals and expectations. And I never had any expectation of this podcast getting to where it is. I, I never would have dreamed that I would be at nearly 250 episodes of this podcast either. There are all kinds of things about this podcast that have continued to surprise me in really significant ways. So I really want to make that clear that I want you to have big goals. I just don't want you to attach really deeply to the expectations of you starting a podcast. And then if it doesn't, you know, top charts around the world, that you're somehow a failure or that the podcast is a failure because that could not be farther from the truth. The ripple effect that you can have with a podcast is unimaginable and it will stretch farther than you will ever realize. I want you to let that sink in for a minute too, because I continue to be shocked by the ripple effect that this podcast has and that the, and the ripple effect that has happened for me through some other people's podcasts as well. And those are just the tiny little snippets that I hear about or that I find out about somehow in like some random fashion. You have no idea the kind of ripple effect that you're having. The, the fact that this podcast is listened to in over a hundred countries is shocking to me. There are people that I will never meet or even hear from who have taken the time to allow me to speak straight into their ears. And, you know, maybe they walked away with something positive out of it. Maybe they didn't too, but, <laughs> but if they did, that is really incredibly powerful. So that's the part that I want you to really focus on because yeah, it's great, you know, to have a, a chart topping podcast that that's fantastic. And that can be a, a really great goal, but I just don't want that to be your expectation when you start because you, you can be setting yourself up for failure, especially because then if you set, you know, some sort of time limit on it, like I, I need to hit X chart by X date that that's a lot. I, I've, I, 
I've told this story to some clients and stuff as well that um, for anyone who isn't familiar, although I, I'm sure most of you are, with Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss wrote the book, um, The 4-Hour Workweek, years ago, and it just exploded. It did incredibly, incredibly well, especially for his first book and as a, as a first-time author. And he has since talked about openly about the fact that he wrote that entire book with two very specific humans in mind. There were two people in his life that he knew really well that uh, he, he basically wrote that book for them. And yet the book then went on to be a New York Times bestseller many, many, many times over, just sold millions and millions of copies. And he said, you know, if I had written that book for the masses, I don't believe that it would have done nearly as well as it did. And I always talk to my students and clients about that when it comes to podcasting as well. And like when you release any episode, you want to have a specific person in mind. And again, it doesn't have to be an actual human um, that, that you know of necessarily, but even just an, the idea of someone that you think could maybe benefit from what you have to say. Have that person, even if it's that imaginary person, in mind and speak straight to their heart. Or maybe you're speaking to a former version of yourself. Maybe you are, are speaking into existence something that you wish you had been told back in the day before you learned what you now know. And that kind of message, when you speak it that way, comes across in a very different way. And it's far more powerful. It's potent. You can feel that energy. So I want you to think about that the most when it comes to starting a podcast and to just start because if you start about, if you, if you think about starting, okay, I, I have to start this chart topping podcast. Yeah. The title of this episode is, is great because these will absolutely help you to succeed in massive, massive ways over time. If you have the patience to, to do this, they will serve you incredibly well. But I want you to think about just starting. If you're at the very, very beginning of your journey, just start, just take the action and the rest will follow. You can, you can change, adapt, shift, grow. You can evolve into something different and, and help your podcast to grow into this incredible entity that has this amazing ripple effect, but anyone can have a ripple effect. Anyone can have, you know, some sort of influence on somebody else's life. Even if it's just one human being to another, anyone can have an amazing impact. Okay. So I want you to think about that the most because that is the most important part. And that has to be what fuels you. You have to be very familiar with your why and to get really comfortable with your why and why you continue to show up every day. Because if your only goal is a chart topping podcast, you're probably going to get burned out from that goal real fucking fast. So you need to have a, a much bigger, more deeply rooted why that will get you out of bed in the morning that will help you to show up consistently even when it feels hard. Okay. So I hope this has helped. <laughs> I hope that this has given you some things to go on and some, maybe some changes that you might want to make to your podcast. If you're just at the very beginning of your journey as well, uh, I really strongly recommend that you join the live masterclass. It's happening uh, Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. If you're listening to this in real time at 8 PM Eastern, um, again, we're going to go over how to use a podcast to transform your business, the secret sauce that creates raving fans, strategies to market your podcast for the long term, and the number one most important part of podcasting that will 
set you apart from everyone else. Okay. So go grab your spot. And if you are not listening to this in real time, still check the show notes because I've got some goodies there for you all about podcasting and about business. Okay. Podcasting and business resources. Go check those out. (laughs) Got all the things waiting for you. And thank you so much for listening. I'm always so grateful uh, every single week to anyone who tunes in. So I really appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.